Hello and welcome to our big old Life Church family Christmas. Uh, we are so excited for this service and even more excited that you decided to join us for it. Now let me tell you, today's service is certainly going to be different than a typical weekend service at Life Church, but we're going to pull out all the stops to make this a very enjoyable and memorable time for your family as we celebrate Christmas together. We're going to get started in just a few minutes, so grab a seat. And we're going to check out a few things going on around Life Church. At Life Church, we believe in reaching the next generation. That's why Life Kids Early Childhood is a great place to learn about the Bible. Our volunteer staff teams are the best around and work very hard to make sure that your little ones are cared for in the greatest way possible. From our nursery to our toddler and preschool rooms, your children are taught the Bible in bite-sized pieces that they can understand. Today, our elementary kids are joining us for our family service, but Life Kids Early Childhood is still available for children four and younger. It's not too late to bring them to their age-appropriate classroom. Just head out to the check-in area and our volunteers will take care of the rest. Life Church is a multi-site church with two physical locations, as well as an online campus. Join us at our West Campus on Sunday mornings at 9.30 or 11 a.m at the Marcus Majestic Cinema in the Brookfield-Waukesha area. Or you can join us at our Germantown campus on Saturdays at 4.30 or 6 p.m. and Sundays at 9.30 and 11 a.m. We also offer a Wednesday night for youth ministry at both campuses called Student Life, and it's for our students who are in grades 6 through 12th grade. For complete details, directions, and service times, we encourage you to visit our website, lifechurchwi.com. On January 5th and 6th, come back and join us for a brand new sermon series based on the best-selling book, The Circle Maker. This will be a great way to kick off the new year as we focus on being bold in our prayers for 2013. Grab an invite card for more details, but before you do, check out this message from the author himself, Mark Batterson. Well, greetings to my friend and your pastor, Aaron and everybody at Life Church, uh, I'm so excited about the series that you're about to begin. But let me say this, uh, first of all, that I am from uh, the greater Milwaukee area. And so uh, I love the fact that, that you guys are gonna seek God and see God do some incredible things there. And I want you to know that we're gonna be praying with you here in Washington, DC. Here's what I believe. I believe that prayer is the difference between the best you can do and the best God can do. And when we hit our knees, well then God extends His powerful right hand on our behalf. I believe that prayer is spelled potential and potential is spelled prayer. And so as you begin this series, I want you to know that we're in your corner uh, praying for you, believing that you began a good work in you is going to carry it to completion. God bless you guys. Well, those are just a few of the things going on around here at Life Church. You can always stay updated on everything that's going on by going to our website or by downloading our free mobile app, which is available on the iPad, iPhone, and Android. As I said before, I am so excited about today. And let me give you permission to laugh in church. It's okay. All right, you can laugh in church today because today, man, we are going to have. Okay. 
All systems are a go. Boom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> What's up? I'm on the big screens right now. Hey, Kevin Duran Miller here in an undisclosed location. And I just want to say, first of all, welcome to Kevin's Ultimate Christmas Production. <laughs> You're probably wondering what in the world. Okay, this is real. All right, this is real. First of all, let me give you a little background about what happened. I was in a Christmas planning meeting. Those are always fun, right? And I had some incredible ideas, people. Okay, stuff that would just take it to the next level. And I got shut down. Shut down. Okay, honestly, just shut down. Apparently a donkey in the crowd would be a little unsafe for children. I know, right? I thought the same thing. It was a good idea. Anyways, here's what I decided to do. I decided here's I'm, I'm just going to go in the video booth and I'm going to take over the whole thing. I'm going to start just pushing lights up and turning the sound up and just taking it to the next level. You know what I mean? But um, since the Dr. Pepper incident of 2010, I haven't been allowed in the video booth. So from there, it's okay. The past is the past, right? What I did from there, I got with Phil, had Starbucks with him a couple of times, learned how to hack into something, all right? After 15 hours on Google and a couple of chats with Phil, <laughs> here I am on the big screens right now. It's going to be awesome. Let me do a couple of system checks before we get started with this. All right, sound, here we go. You hear that bass, huh? That's all me. All right, lights. Alright, the lights are up. And also pyrotechnics. <laughs> Whoa, was that not incredible? Okay, excellent. I think we're in for the best Christmas performance ever. Okay, so first of all, here's what I've done. I've hired a couple of musicians at Ransom. I mean, I've, 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 I've just given them a, a little bit of money. But what I've done is I've taken a couple of toys up under the Christmas tree, the angel tree. I know, don't look at me like that, people. I put an IOU there, okay? But they have a couple of toy band instruments that they're going to play for you. It's going to be awesome. And what I did as well to take it to the next level is the ushers at the beginning of the service should have handed you a kazoo. Take out that kazoo and get ready for some crowd participation. We've been missing this for years, but finally it's here. I can't wait. So welcome to Kevin's Ultimate Toy Band in three, two, one.
Oh, okay, we're live. Okay, man, awesome job, everybody. That was awesome. Okay, who says Northerners can't play the kazoo, right? Am I right? Okay. Hey, in all honesty, if you guys want to just mark and you're offering them lopes an extra 11 cent market towards Kevin's uh, special Christmas production, that would help me out a lot. That stuff was not budgeted. Just make it cash, okay? Just 11 cent, boom, right there in there. Okay. So, for our next part, we got the kids involved. They are ready to sing. We partnered with Kevin Ganeer and Life Kids. At first, Kevin Ganeer was a little bit afraid he's going to get in trouble being a part of my little scheme, but I offered him this crazy good fantasy football trade, and he was like, uh, yeah, I'll be a part. So, we're about to do this thing, y'all. As we speak, you see the kids coming up on the stage. It's pretty awesome. So, we got a little bit of time to go by. So, I'm going to do a magic trick with a peppermint. Here's the deal. Watch the pep. Mom, really? Right now? Now's the time you want to call, huh? Okay, one, one second, okay? Hey, Mom. Yeah? No, Mom, I've told you a thousand times now that I registered for Christmas at Target. No, I didn't do a list. Yes, it's a big will. No, it's not for London. I've told you that, Mom. It is not for London. It's for me. Yes, it's a full-size big will. No, it's a blast. Mom, we've discussed this. Right, 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 right. I'm a little kid. Okay, Mom, I've got to let you go, okay? I'm in the middle of something pretty big right now. Okay, bye. Thank you. Okay, that was a little embarrassing, but I'm back, and actually, looks like the kiddos are ready to go. This is going to be a blast, so welcome to Kevin's Ultimate Kids Christmas Production in three, two, one.
So sorry, kids. I accidentally played the punk version of Angels We Have Heard on High. Okay. You did an awesome job keeping up with it, though, okay? All right. Go ahead and continue. I'm out of your way. Many years ago, a young woman called Mary lived in the little town of Nazareth. One day, an angel visited Mary. Greetings, Mary, the angel said. I have great news for you. Mary was amazed and a bit scared. You are going to have a baby, and he will be God's son. You must call the baby Jesus. But I'm not even married. God will make it happen, the angel said. Now Mary loved a man named Joseph. He was the village carpenter. Joseph was, a very, was very kind and good. Soon Joseph had a dream. An angel told him about the baby. So Mary and Joseph got married right away. It was nearly time for Mary's baby to be born. Then one day, Mary saw a notice. It said that everyone had to go back to where they were born and put their names on a list. Joseph and Mary had to go to Bethlehem, where Joseph was born. So Mary and Joseph set out on a long journey to Bethlehem. Mary rode a little donkey, and Joseph walked beside her. There were lots of people on the road. There's Bethlehem, said Joseph, pointing through the darkness. We'll be there soon. Now Bethlehem was very busy, and there was no room for them at the end. The innkeeper saw that Mary was with child and told Joseph about a stable where the animals sleep. He said, you're welcome to stay there. So Mary and Joseph stayed in the stable among the sheep, donkeys, and cows. Mary's baby was born, and she wrapped the baby in soft cloth and laid him in a manger.
It was dark in the fields. Shepherds were looking after their sheep. Then suddenly a great light appeared in the sky. What's that? asked the shepherd. It's an angel. Don't be afraid, said the angel. I have good news for all people. Today, today your king is born in Bethlehem. You'll find the baby lying in a manger. Go see for yourselves. Suddenly a crowd of angels filled the sky singing, Glory to God on high and peace to all men. Then it grew quiet again. The shepherds went quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the baby and worshipped him. They went out and spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. When Jesus was born, some wise men in a faraway country were looking up at the stars. Look, a special star has come up. I think it means a new king has been born. So they set out on a long journey to find the baby. They followed the star all the way to Bethlehem where Jesus was. They brought him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Come on, can we give it up for the children? For the children, para niños. Come on, louder. Louder, people. That's what I'm talking about. Awesome job. Man, the kids are great. Okay, as the kids are making their way down from the stage, 
please hurry up a little bit, kids. Just a little bit. Okay. That's better. That's better. Okay, as the kids are making their way down, I want to tell you about our next performance. I'm so excited. As many of you know, I am a pretty uh, accomplished rapper. Okay, I like to write. I like to rap. I like to, man, do it all. Mix, master, write the words, make the beats, the whole shebang. Okay, I actually got a record label called So So Deaf coming out, okay, you need to hashtag that and check it out. Anyways, besides the point, here's the deal. Pastor Ryan and Pastor Danny got a little bit jealous that they didn't make the rap video last year, okay? So they decided to make a wham music video. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna play that, okay? They have no clue that I'm gonna play it, but I'm gonna play <laughs> Okay, so... <laughs> okay. <coughs> I'm gonna play it. in here legs up Kevin are you in here no seriously what are you doing oh man? what's up man um you what know what seriously? well I'm, I'm just trying to this make this what... Christmas amazing dude we are trying to have a Christmas program I showed you that music video in confidence first of all I know you did okay. second of all you are ruining our Christmas celebration this is ridiculous I'm just I'm just trying to have fun I really am I think it's been awesome but I can I can stop Okay, can, showing our Wham! music video is not awesome it, at all. Okay. 
I, I agree. Okay, we need to stop this. Seriously, we're trying to have a Christmas program. We have guests here for the very first time. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm stopping it. Okay. I'm, seriously. All right, now, it's, if you can get done. everything switched back, so okay. whatever you got to do, this needs to stop immediately, okay? I'm going to go on stage right now. I'm going to apologize okay. to all these people for what you've done. Okay. And we're going to continue with our program. Okay. All right, let's it's, get everything switched it's, over. It's done. Consider it done. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, well, here's the deal, Life Church. It's been a lot of fun, okay? It really has, but all good things must come to an end just like this. <laughs> here's the deal. If you absolutely love this, please put it on your communication card that Kevin Miller deserves a raise, <laughs> right? Right? Am I right? Man, this has been awesome. Here's the deal. Thank you so much for being a part of Kevin Duran Miller's Christmas Spectacular. I hope to see you again next year, possibly. Probably not, okay? But seriously, let's welcome the most boring host in the world, Ryan Coggins. I'm so sorry that you had to see that. Um, my parents are here, and this is, this is really good. Uh, you guys enjoying yourself so far today? I'm glad you guys could all have a laugh at my expense, but uh, it's all right today. Uh, we know we have a lot of people here for the very first time or guests with us. We want to take a minute just to welcome you. In fact, Life Church, could you help me give a warm welcome to all of our guests today? If this is your first time here, first of all, we hope you come back. Hopefully we didn't scare you off uh, too much, but uh, seriously, thanks for being here. We hope you enjoy uh, today's service. And uh, just a couple things we want to let you know about as a guest, because, uh, you know, every church is a little bit different. Our church might be a lot different than one that maybe you've experienced before, but a couple things that you got on the way in. Uh, first of all, there is a tithe and offering envelope. It's a big blue envelope. You can ignore that. If you're a guest with us, just ignore it. That is not intended for you at all. Uh, that's a way for our regular attenders to designate their giving. As a guest, just enjoy the service today. Um, also, there is a communication card with that. If you don't mind, take a minute to fill that communication card out. Uh, we would love to simply thank you for coming today. Uh, so if you don't mind, take a minute to do that. Um, on the back side, there's a few things you can kind of read there uh, for yourself. Uh, to, to ways to respond to the message and sign up for things that are going on here. Uh, but we are going to continue in our service today, and we're go it's kind of like shifting, uh, you know, a, a manual transmission without the clutch. It's kind of going from funny to, okay, so we're going we're gonna to shift a little bit, but uh, we're going to sing a few songs, and, and uh, Pastor Aaron's going to uh, share a message and kind of wrap things up today. But again, thanks for being here. We hope you enjoy the rest of the service, and welcome to Life Church.
stand up with us? We're going to sing this song together and declare that our God is Lord over all. Stand against, and if our God is 
guys can go ahead and be seated. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. For nothing is impossible with God. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with the child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there is no room for him. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign to you, you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby, lying in a manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. The star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, Frankincense and myrrh. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee.
Flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord has spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Now when Herod was dead, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And this is the story of Christmas. Dear Savior's blood.
yourself and brought to this earth the hope that we have today and we are so grateful for that God and we thank you that you are the reason for this season that you are here in this place today with us it's in your holy name we pray amen you know as we kind of wrap everything up Donnie who did the speaking on the uh the, the, the life of Christ and the birth of Christ. I, I think he's right when he said that John 3.16, that really is the story of Christmas. I mean, there's two parts to it, but the first goes, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever or whoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. You know, the, the first part of that is all about the generosity of a God who loves us, his creation. For God loved you and I just because he did so much that he gave his one and only son. That's what we celebrate at Christmas, isn't it? It's the generosity of God. It's the kindness of God. It's the goodness of God. It's, it's the oh holy night. It's, it's, it's all that we've been talking about. It's away in the manger. It's all of those things that we celebrate the fact that God loved you and I just because. I love that word so. For God so loved the world. That word so means without restraint and without condition, just because. It's there. Take it, leave it, do with it what you want to do with it, but I love you just because. And at Christmas, that's what we celebrate. I mean, that's part of why we give gifts. That's where the tradition from giving gifts has come from, in part is because God so gave to us, and so we so give to one another. So we as a creation want to be in the likeness image of the Creator, and we try to replicate that in good gifts during this holiday season. But there's more to it than just the generosity of God, the second part of that verse. And that's part that we really don't talk about. We just kind of leave off because that's what really kind of gets in our proverbial kitchens and messes with us. And that is the reason why God so loved you and I that he gave his one and only son. That whoever would believe in him would not perish but would have everlasting life. That's why. That's why God loved. That's why God gave. And when you think about that, it's pretty amazing. Because that's, that's the part that we really don't like to deal with. That's the part that we really don't, what's the part we want to cut out. That's the reason why in the world in which we live in, we'd much rather say happy holidays than say Merry Christmas. Because happy holiday is just something that's ethereal that really has no meaning. But when I say Merry Christmas, that's the very reason of why we're here. It's what it's about. And it evokes the fact that God gave me something, and now I have to choose do I want to accept it or reject it. Because he gave it so that if I would believe in him, I would not perish but have everlasting life. I, I love the, the story of C.S. Lewis walking into a basically a theological debate among other contemporaries of his time. And they were discussing how Christianity differentiated itself among any other world religion. And the conversation got heated. And, and finally, Lewis just said, this is an easy answer. It's one word. It's grace. 
Grace. That's what separates Christianity from every other world religion. Every world religion says that there is a creator, there's a God, there's some deity, and that we, humanity, are in debt to him because of our own sins or transgressions or whatever you want to call them. But only Christianity says that the creator, the God, the deity, divests himself and leaves the splendor of his throne to come down and make of himself no reputation and walk among us and live among us. Why? Just because he loves us. And that he, the deity, the God, is willing to die and sacrifice his own self for us. No other world religion does that. It's grace. That whosoever, you know, I love that part of it because it basically says it doesn't matter if you're down and out or if you're up and over. It doesn't matter whether you own your house or you're renting some little cracker box. It it, it doesn't matter if you've got more money than you know what to do with or you don't know how you're going to pay next month's rent. It doesn't matter whether you've been serving God all of your life or whether today you're here because maybe it was a niece or a nephew or a grandson or a granddaughter happened to be here. And at this point, you're going, wow, they didn't tell me he's going to get this serious. They didn't say I was going to lay it on like this. That whoever would call the name of the Lord, Red, yellow, black, and white, they are precious in his sight. That whoever calls, whoever believes in Jesus, not in some God, not in some way, Jesus said of himself that he is the way, the truth, and life, that no man gets to the Father but through the Son. Paul says it's by grace that you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It's a gift of God, lest any of us would become boastful. So there's not multiple ways. This isn't just life church's way. This is God's gift to us. And the reason why we don't like to talk about, we love the generosity of God loved us so much that he gave. We don't like to talk about the, the grace part of it is because it requires you and I to respond. What do you mean, Aaron? Well, here's exactly what I mean. If I give you a gift, it requires you to respond. You either accept it or you reject it. It's yours. You either open it or you give it away. Not that any of us ever re-gift a gift, right? Mm, okay. But the reality is, is that when you receive a gift, it's what are you going to do with that? And when God generously gives us the gift of his own son, we have a choice. Are we going to accept that gift? Are we going to reject that gift? Are we going to accept that grace? Meaning that we are sinners in need of a savior. And confessing that there's no other way out of our mess and our situation except through Jesus Christ. Are we going to reject it? This isn't about the church. It's not about me. It's not about religion. It's about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Because Paul wrote, in the book of Romans, in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus is who the Bible says that he is, that we will be saved. For with our mouth we confess, and with our heart we believe and are justified. And that's really the meaning of Christmas. And so today, I just want to simply ask you one question as I wrap everything up and we pray. And that's this. God loved you and loves you so much that he gave his one and only son. And he's offered you grace that I don't deserve, that none of us deserve. And today, what are you going to do with that? I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to have the house lights come on. I'm not ask you to walk to the front. I'm just simply going to give you an opportunity that in this room, And the reverence of this moment, if you say, Aaron, you know what? I want to make a decision to follow Jesus Christ. I want to make a decision to accept the gift of Jesus into my heart and into my life. The generosity of God. 
John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish that everlasting life. I want to have that eternal life that only comes from Jesus. And what I'm going to do in just a second, I'm going to ask all of us to bow our heads. And I'm going to ask everyone in this room that wants to pray that prayer with me to pray that prayer, whether you're praying it for the very first time or you've prayed it before. And the Bible says, not Aaron says, listen, it's not about what I think or what religion thinks or denominationalism thinks or the church, whatever that may be, thinks. The Bible, God's infallible, inspired word to us, says that if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart, then we will be saved. And we'll receive that gift of Christmas. Not just the generosity of God, but the grace of God. Because I'm saying this. Sin demands much too high a price from us. My guilt and my shame is more than I can bury. And you're going to tell somebody. You're going to tell a bartender. You're going to tell a drug dealer. You're going to tell some one night stand. You're going to tell somebody. And God says, you don't have to carry this. You don't have to walk this your sin and the guilt and the shame, I'll take it. I'll absolve it. And I'll free you today and forever. And if that's what you want, I want you to have that. Because that's what Christmas is all about. Would you bow your head and would you close your eyes? Me, everyone in this room, just for the reverence of the moment. And again, if you want that, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. And if you believe the prayer that you're praying, you will be saved according to Scripture. I'm going to ask those of you that have prayed this prayer before to pray this prayer again with, and to lend your voice for those that are praying this for the very first time. Let's pray this. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, to come into my life, and be my personal Lord and Savior. I am a sinner, dead in my sins, and I believe in you, Jesus, that you are my salvation. Son of God, born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, died on the cross for my sins, and rose again, just like the Bible says. Come into my life today. Forgive me of my past. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And Father, I pray for those that have prayed this prayer today. Lord, I just pray right now that the peace of God that passes all understanding would flood their heart. That the decision that they just made, Lord, as you've washed their sins away and taken their sins and cast them as far as the east is from the west, Lord, that you, God, would just let your peace and your goodness and your grace, that grace that we celebrate through this Christmas season, let it be real. Let it be tangible. Let it be that joy unspeakable and full of glory in their life. I just pray, God, that as people leave this place today, they would leave this place full of you, full of the grace. And God, I thank you that you, Lord, while we were dead in our sins, you loved us and you gave your only son. And Jesus, you died for us. And that, God, that you have made plan and preparation for us. God, that we have life and life to the full, peace that passes understanding and joy unspeakable in our lives. I pray for this and I thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. As the house lights are coming up, would you give a hand for those that made a decision to follow Christ today?
Amen. We're going to get ready to wait on you, Life Church, for the weekend tithing offering. I know there's a lot of guests, so regular Life Church attenders, you kind of know what to do. But those of you that are guests, let me talk to you just for a minute. We don't ask you to give anything monetarily, just be our guest. But if you would take this communication card that Ryan talked about earlier and uh, just simply fill that out and put it in the offering bucket as it goes by, we would love to have a record of your attendance. And if you made a decision to follow Jesus, you made a decision to give your life to Christ, maybe you prayed that prayer for the first time, on the back side of the communication card, please check the box. If you just look at it, it says, Today I decided to accept Jesus as my Savior. If you made a decision, I want to follow up with you. Here's, here's what's going to happen, just so you don't wig you out. Um, we're going to make sure that we're going to send you an email or, or however, however you've given us contact information on the front. We won't show up at your house, trust me. Unless you got really good Christmas cookies, because I'm hungry for some Christmas cookies. Holla. All right. But we, here's the deal is, we, what we'll do is we will make sure that you understand the decision that you made. If you have any questions, we'll help you answer those. If you have, don't have a Bible, we're going to give you one, either in paper version or digital version. And then uh, the other thing we're going to do is help get you connected to a good church. Uh, if you don't live in the area, we'll, we'll, we'll help get you connected to wherever you live and, uh, and a church in that area. So, so please follow up with that. That's really very, very, very important. That's what this whole thing is all about. So uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for all those of you that, that, have, that are here tonight. Uh, the moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, Ryan's mom and dad, Dave and Laura Coggins, God bless you. You need to have a talk with your son. That'll have miles out of the country. I know. Say it ain't so, right? There it is. So uh, anyhow, no, he, he did a good job. He was in the back going, do you really think this is too much? I said, I don't know. We're going to find out your mom and dad's in church. You're really going to find out tonight afterwards. That's all I'm saying. So it's good to have you guys. It's good to have you guys. Um, and uh, just want to invite you back again for Christmas Eve uh, services. We will have services here at Germantown at 1 o'clock. Uh, at, what time we start? 2 o'clock? 2, 3.30, and 5, right? I always mess it up. 2, 3.30, and 5. And tickets, we, we ticket those services. They're free. But we do that so we have enough seats. So if you need tickets as you leave, just simply go by guest services and tell them, and, and they will, they'll get you tickets to those services. Again, they're free. We give them out. We just want to make sure that we've got enough seats for everybody and be back. If this service was a little unorthodox for you, I'll be on my best behavior. I control that whole service. They only give me like eight minutes to do the spiritual part. That's all I'm saying. So uh, anyhow, so ho hopefully you'll be back for that. And then back again the first of the year as we start this new series called Circle Maker and, uh, and just uh, and really get to see what God wants to do in our lives this year. Let me pray for you, and then there's going to be a really quick video and dismissal. Father, I just thank you today, Lord, as we bring the tithe that you would bless it. Lord God, you would bless uh, uh, God bless it in the way in which your word says. Malachi 3, 10, 11, 12 says that you will open up the windows of heaven and pour a blessing upon us so great we don't have room enough to contain it. Let it be so in Jesus' name. You bless the work of our hands. That's our jobs, the people we work with and around and over and under. Let it be so in Jesus' name. And Lord, that we'll be blessed in such a way that it will be a witness and testimony of you to a lost and dying world that you are good and your mercy endures forever. I pray bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. It's not too late to get your Christmas Eve tickets. We'll have four identical services on Monday, December 24th. On our West Campus, we'll have a 10 a.m. service, and on the Germantown Campus, we'll have a 2 o'clock, 3.30, and 5 o'clock service. Each service has just a few tickets available. So on your way out of service today, find someone with a red shirt and a scarf, and they can get you taken care of. We hope to see you on Monday.
your heart.